Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 217. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Peach PRC. The pop singer and songwriter from Adelaide is having a stellar year and is topping it off by playing at Falls Festival around the country in Heaps Good Fest here in South Australia. In today's episode, we're speaking with Peach PRC about her incredible year, the distinctive nature of her songwriting, and what people at Falls can expect from her shows. Here we go. Our guest today is a brilliant pop singer and songwriter from South Australia. After connecting with fans online and building a healthy-sized following across social media, Last year, she signed with a major label and released the brilliant breakup track, Josh. This year, two more brilliant singles saw her popularity soar and she's celebrating by playing Falls Festival across the New Year's period and Heaps Good Festival in January. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Peach PRC. Hello, how are we? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm very, thanks for having me on. Of course, I, I feel like... Even just kind of doing a bit of a a look back at the last year or so, the year of 2022, um, I feel that in terms of Australian musicians, there's a handful that I think have had a better year than others, and I would include Peach PRC on that list. I think that from an outsider's perspective, you've had an absolutely stellar year. Um, And so firstly, I'd, I'd like to check in and see how you're doing at the as, now that we're entering the, uh, the, I guess, December yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I, I think I have been really lucky this year. I've been really blessed with a lot of um, amazing things and a lot of really cool opportunities. And I think hopefully next year will be even better. But if not, um, I've made it further than I thought I was going to. So this is good. <laughs> I can, yeah. Well, look, I think that it is going to continue. I think that there's been enough um, goodwill. There's been enough success that has come your way this year. Uh, where are we? Yeah, it's now the start of December. This year we were gifted um, God as a Freak and Forever Drunk, two massive singles from yourself. Thank you. How are you feeling with those tracks now being out and having a bit of a body of work that you're able to, to show to fans? Yeah, it's been really surreal, like, being able to sing those live now and, like, seeing the way that, like, people sing along to all the words and, like, how hyped everybody gets because, like, obviously, like, I get hyped writing them and singing them and stuff, like, <laughs> proud of people and they're all jumping along and, like, singing the little ad-libs and stuff. It was really, really cool to watch. I can imagine that it is a very, very kind of... Um 
unique and cool experience for you to be able to, yeah, watch them singing along and, and sing it back to you. I feel that um, the music of Peach PRC is straddling a very fine line because I feel that you somehow appeal to both pop fans and that you somehow still appear, um, appeal to indie fans as well, that you, you seem to be across both Venn diagrams, if you will, of the Triple J listeners and the pop listeners. How are you finding that fan base and I guess the cross-section that you have in it? Yeah, it's it's interesting um, seeing like the kind of people like that turn out to shows and festivals that I do. Like sometimes I'll look out and they'll be like full-on tradies in high-vis like on each other's shoulders <laughs> singing. I really don't know what my demographic is at this point, I think. But it, it, that's good though. I think it's really nice that it's it has an appeal to not just one small niche of people. 100%. I think that is the... Um, in, in kind of doing research for today and having a look, one thing I always found, um, unique and, and what I think I liked about, um, PHBRC was the fact that you seem to be very distinctive with your lyrics and your songwriting, that it seems to be, I feel like if I turn on the radio and I don't know who it is, but then I hear the lyrics of, and, and voice of yourself come on, that it is instantly recognizable as peach prc and I, I was wondering if i guess for that firstly i guess why you think that these these songs are resonating with people whether they be tradies or not um and yeah like if if that's always been the case with your songwriting that it's been as distinctive as as what it is that's, that's such a nice compliment to hear so i really appreciate that um i love the the idea that like you know i i have a recognizable sound um but yeah, I think, like I, I mean, I can't speak for for everyone else. I don't know if it's always resonated with people, but I think something that maybe does resonate with them is just the storytelling of it. I think, like, I love to write songs that are like, you know, I, I'm a sucker for love songs as well. But I love writing songs that have like a little bit of a random story, like "God Is a Freak" isn't really a love song or a breakup. And I guess Josh was kind of <laughs> a breakup song, but um, and "Forever Drunk" is like, I guess that was as well. Maybe I'm talking shit, <laughs> but I think like. Maybe symptomatic is a better example, like one that's like I liked telling just little different stories that kind of, um, yeah, maybe aren't ones people have heard before in pop music at least. I can I can appreciate that. And I, I would maybe, yeah, I guess that, that is attributed to the success of these songs. You yourself have been um, songwriting for a while, if I've, I've kind of done my research correctly, from I guess a very early age in your teenage years. Was it something that initially came easy to you or do you think that you've found this voice over time and over experience and I guess working out what works and what doesn't? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've always loved songwriting, like even from like before my teenage years, like when I was really little, I loved writing songs. I think it's probably only been in the last few years that I've gotten like, I would say good at it. Like, I think like I always had a passion for it. And I, but I think if I went back and listened to a few of my older stuff, I'm like, oh, it's a bit, <laughs> a bit how you going? But um, something I've learned like since, you know, like in the last few years and collaborating with people and just being more in the industry is I've learned how to like structure things better. Like I can still tell the same stories with the same, um, I guess the, the way that I would write songs, but it's like, it just fits better into a more structured thing. It isn't just kind of like a, a diary entry of, of words all thrown out there and it's like a more palatable for people to listen to. Would you say that you're a, a good collaborator? I would say 
maybe now I'm better at it. I definitely <laughs> was not when I started. I was not great at collaborating because I was very precious about my lyrics. Like, and I was like, no, you can't touch them. And like, people would want to take <laughs> things out or add things out. Oh, it's my it's my song. It was like so personal and I was so attached to them. But I think since working with people like Bonnie McKee and people that I like really respect their their artistry, it's it's easier for me to um collab with them because I'm like, okay, like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> like maybe I just need to like take a step back and, and let somebody else help me out. I was going to um I was going to bring up Bonnie uh for the single Forever Drunk. You did work with the legendary Bonnie McKee. Um for people who are listening to this podcast, they might not recognize the name, but they would definitely recognize quite a lot of the songs. I think um, the a very good chunk of Katy Perry's Teenage Dream era was co-written by Bonnie, as well as some songs by Britney and Kesha. Um, firstly, how did how did that experience come about? Um, it was interesting. I I used I've been such a a Bonnie fan for ages, like even her own project, like her song American Girl, when that came out, I was obsessed with it. And I used to strip to that back when I was a stripper. It was one of my stage songs. And I have just always loved her, like super, like bubblegum pop, like 2010s sound. And then I was just a massive fan of her. And I think I reached out to her on TikTok maybe. And then um, she followed me on TikTok. And then I told my team about her and was like, I would love to work with her. So they kind of teed that up. And then when I was over in LA, I finally got the opportunity to, um, yeah, spend a few days working with her, and we we did a few songs, and Forever Drunk was the one that we put out. But we've got we've got a bunch that we worked on together that I really love. So it was really cool. That's awesome to hear. Do you think that there will be future collaborations on the cards with yourself and Bonnie at some point? Yeah, definitely. I, we did a session just recently over Zoom. It's not as easy, but um, but yeah, I've got like and having her kind of like make them sparkle. That's awesome to hear and very exciting to hear because I know that there is quite a few people excited just to see, I guess, what next year does hold for for Peach PRC. Um, We are... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrapping up the end of this year with a number of festivals, I believe that you've already, I think uh, by the time this comes out, I think you've already played a few festivals in the last month or so. Yeah, I uh, did Spilt Milk recently. Um, I'm not sure which ones I've got coming up after that when, whenever this comes out, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. How did uh, how did Spilt Milk go? It was amazing. It was like I've never cried singing live before, and for some reason, like like I've I've had like the 
I'm headline shows that I've sold out and like, and they were beautiful and like so um, touching to see everybody singing along and everyone in all pink. But like something about, I think at a festival where it's like, they're not, I know that they're not just there to see me. Like there's so many other people there and having like a whole tent of people all singing along. I was like, Oh my God. Wow. Like it was so nice. And, <laughs> and like my sadder songs and like a festival, everybody's like party, but they were all singing along to the sad ones. And it just, yeah, it made me cry and I've never cried live before. So that was, it was really, that sounds like an absolutely incredible experience. I am. Um, I know that. Well, one of the reasons that we are talking today is a number of the festival appearances that you do have coming up at the end of the year. There's, um, you are on the highly coveted uh, Falls Festival lineup for the end of the year. We'll be playing in Byron and um, and Melbourne and Tasmania, and also the Heaps Good Festival here in South Australia. I guess firstly, what are you looking forward to about these shows and kind of getting to, I guess, travel around a little bit with, with this festival? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Falls because like years ago I wanted to go to Falls Festival so bad when I was like 18 and the tickets were all sold out so I couldn't go and I went to a different festival instead and then I didn't have money the year after that and then COVID happened so I've like not really been able to go to these festivals and now that everything's opened up and not only can I go to them, I'm performing in them so it's just so surreal and it's going to be awesome um, doing heaps good and going back to Adelaide where I grew up and hopefully seeing a lot of people that were there along for my my journey to get here. So that's going to be really fun. I was going to touch on that because I am, will admit I, I've been listening and known of PTPRC for the last year or so. Um, I was surprised. I did not realise that you are an Adelaide girl. We're an Adelaide podcast. But, yeah, I didn't realise that um, you're from the great state of South Australia. Yeah. I only moved to Sydney in 2020, I think. Right. So, yeah, not been here long. You're, I guess, talking about heaps good, and then we'll get to some more Adelaide things in a second. Um, yeah, I guess, that, is this the first kind of big South Australian show that you've been able to go back and, and, as you mentioned, like have people from along the way of your journey come and be able to see you in the, I guess, what is the most successful part of your career thus far? Yeah, yeah, it'd be... Um, I mean, I did the Youngblood tour and we did Adelaide there and that was really awesome to see like a few of my friends, a few of the dancers that I used to work with and even the girl that I wrote Blondes about, um, she came to see <laughs> the, um, with Youngblood so that was really cool. And But yeah, it'll be, it'll be sick to have like a whole, like a festival vibe like where it's not so, you know, I guess they were there to see Youngblood and now it's like, you know, hopefully there'll be some people there to see me. That'll be really fun. I imagine that I, I have no doubt in my mind that there is going to be quite a, um, a crowd there for yourself when you come on stage at, at Heaps Good and at Falls as well, but just uh, as we were talking about Heaps Good. Um, do you remember much about, I guess, as we mentioned, your songwriting from a young age, do you remember much about the Adelaide music scene around that time and when you were coming up? No, I think um, when I, because I was always doing everything online, like all of my singing videos when I was in Adelaide Ball, just like on my social medias and um, I wasn't really like in the the music scene and the people that I did know were like more like heavier bands. I think Adelaide has a lot of like a heavy music scene going on. And um, again, then when I kind of had my little come up, it was during COVID. So I was again online <laughs> and then I moved to Sydney <laughs> during that time. So I haven't really experienced much of the Adelaide music scene. I, I would agree we do. Oddly seem to have like quite a lot of heavy metal bands or heavier bands. I'm not sure why that is so disproportionate. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I had a few friends that were in like heavy metal bands in Adelaide. Seems like a thing. It really does. Well, I, I look forward to at some point possibly like a Peach crossover, maybe a Josh metal cover or something like that. Um, Funny because I used to do music videos in Adelaide. Like I used to be a little extra in music videos and a few of the videos I did in Adelaide were for like heavy metal bands. So I think people like can still find them now, like the little <laughs> Easter eggs around. They're like, <laughs> metal music video. So there kind of has been a, a crossover <laughs> at one stage. <laughs> That's incredible. I think myself and anyone listening to this might go and have a little bit of a, a YouTube dive later and see what we can find in terms of, um, yeah, the crossover, as you said. Um, I know that, uh, that I guess songwriting for yourself has been a long journey. I know that there's been, uh, some, some points where you weren't writing music and then you've come back to it. And I don't necessarily want to get into that personal aspect. That is your story. And that's not why we're here, but I was wondering, when you came back to songwriting and found your way back to music, I was wondering if you could talk about like what it was that drew you back and I guess opened up that, that part of you, that creative process in you once again. Yeah. Um, I, I started writing, um, yeah, like obviously like went through a, a real tough time and then that was something that I just needed an outlet, um, and I and like I wrote this song and it was a super wordy and like super like not cohesive and I um, put it on my Instagram and and I, at the time I think I had like a thousand followers on Instagram it was all just like friends and family and stuff but the feedback that I got was like so sweet and positive and everybody was like wow I had no idea that you could write like this and, and they were also kind of just like it sparked something in me and just like I felt so like elated and lit up I was like oh my god wow like people really think that I have a talent for this and I miss doing this and it was so rewarding for me when I was you know not getting much reward from anything at that time so that was something that really brought me a lot of joy and it was just and I yeah I guess it just started a, a fire in me if you will and then I just kept going with it and it was all that that's that's very cool I, I, I thank you for sharing that story with us um do you have any advice for young songwriters now who might be in a similar position for whatever reason that, that they're not feeling certain about their own songwriting or that they're not sure whether to take another, like the next step in, in their own creative uh, journey. Yeah. I think, um, the, the, the best advice I could give, I guess, for people wanting to write music or, um, be successful in their songwriting, I think something that has helped me is just, and I still have to remind myself to do it is to try and like just write what you think sounds good and what you feel you want to put into a song and like doesn't matter if it feels like it's not really working or it's too much word or not enough or like whatever you feel like um, expressing in that because sometimes the music that I find that I is just like me venting like a journal entry or something I'm not really paying attention to how catchy it is or if the melody is good or if it's like the perfect pop formula and those seem to be the songs that do the best and then the ones that I weren't really wasn't really trying with and the ones that I try to like properly <laughs> formulate kind of always fall short so I guess that would be the only advice I could give no thank you for that I think that is it, it seems as though in the, the, the 2020s that more honest pops does seem to be resonating with um audiences more people like to see an artist for what they actually are instead of maybe like the the previous mystery that was there maybe 10 15 years ago yeah definitely agree I think a lot of that like elusive mystery to like celebrities or artists and stuff is is kind of 
And so we've shifted away from that. And I think people are really resonating with authenticity. 100%. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, Peach, as we mentioned before, you are on the Falls lineup uh, to the end of this year. Is there anyone on that lineup you're particularly interested in seeing? I would love to see Rico Nasty. We follow each other on TikTok and I messaged her and was like, I'm going to be at Falls. Like we should hang out. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm excited to see her. And I've been like a massive fan of her for ages. I used to dance to her music as well. So that'd be really cool to see her live and hopefully catch up with her. That's awesome. I love that TikTok these days does uh, kind of take out a lot of that middleman. I think previously for artists to speak to one another, it would be like your people speak to my people, whatever. But the fact that you can just, you know, use technology these days to be able to interact one-to-one and possibly organize that catch-up do you think there's a possibility of a collaboration on stage at some point or am I maybe going too far with that be ambitious I wish but I don't think at the stage but (laughs) look we can put it out there and and hope that it manifests in the universe um Paige as we mentioned end of the year 2023 is upon us um can we expect we've had a few singles this year as discussed can we expect possibly an EP or a full length at some point next year Yeah, definitely. I've been working on an EP uh, at the moment and there's lots of really fun, exciting things that are going to be surrounding that. And yeah, um, I can't say an exact date, but yeah, sometime early next year, there'll be an EP. That is, even the news of that is very, very exciting. So I appreciate that. I won't push for any further details. Um, uh, Lastly, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment, Peach, that is on high rotation for yourself? Oh, um, it's weird. It's like I usually listen to like super like hyper pop or like really pop stuff. But lately I've been listening to this guy, Levi Roth, and I found him through TikTok. And it's like very not my usual style of music. It's like more acoustic, but I think his lyrics are just so beautiful. And I've been listening to um, Competition Kissing on repeat. I think people should check him out. Beautiful. I will put the link for that song uh, in the show notes of this episode, along with uh, all the details for Falls Festival and for Heaps Good so that people can come check you out uh, at those uh, fests. But Peach PRC, thank you so much for coming onto the pod. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Peach PRC for her time. Her music is available to stream everywhere and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to hear her music or buy tickets to see her at Falls and Heaps Good. We also want to give a huge shout out to Monique at Scrabble PR for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. Release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.